This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And welcome, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in today. We appreciate it very much. I know I say that a lot, but I do mean it. We definitely appreciate you listening, chiming in, and tuning into us on a daily slash weekly basis. And beautiful day here in Colorado as well. Dave from Veteran Windows and Doors is with me today. Speaking of beautiful weather. Yes, sir. Now, where you come into play is on the beautiful weather side or when it's really nasty out because we need windows and doors no matter what. Either or. Right? Yes, sir. (laughs) Either or. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. Now, and I haven't had a chance to talk to you yet for this month. Last month, you were running one heck of a special, which we really talked about a lot. What are we doing this month at Veteran Windows and Doors? We're going to do the same thing on uh, entry doors. uh, We're going to do a 40% off of the entry door, and then I'm going to install it at no cost. Okay, so for you guys listening, there you go. How, how or what is the requirements for that? Is there any? Not really. Um, you know, we're we're pretty straightforward with everything we we try to do. So, entry door, um, basically, it's an exterior door. We unfortunately, I, I haven't found a supplier yet for interior doors that I'm comfortable with. So. We're just focusing on the exterior. Okay, so exterior doors, still doing all the windows if somebody needs that as well, right? Correct. So you can handle all of that. Now, one thing I talked about this last month, and because I missed you last month, you had COVID, so you were out, so I kind of filled in and did you know did this without you. Yeah, thank you. But the you. one thing I know that you do that I have learned through you over the last couple of years is the difference between taking the window out of the whole picture. Sorry for the pun there, but taking the picture out of the window, if you would. The reality is your install process and what you do, regardless of the window itself, really sets you guys apart from what everybody else is doing on the window side of things, correct? It does. Explain that. Well, basically, we, we follow a much stricter installation code than is required. Colorado, we are considered high plain desert. Okay. They're not overly concerned with water mitigation. Okay. Because so, we theoretically don't have much although yeah yeah in theory in theory um, right. you know but the reality is we, we, we get do. quite a bit yeah. yeah we get and uh so we actually take a lot of time before the window or door even goes into the opening to protect the opening okay so we we put in a ice and water shield which is a, a self-adhering rubber membrane we do that to create a sill pan flashing system we incorporate head flashing regardless of exposure we use three-and-a-half-inch stainless steel fasteners to make sure that we're getting maximum embedment in the framing, um, foam insulate around the entire product, window or door, and then we seal the exterior and interior, again, 
So by the time we're done, you're you're thrice sealed, you're flashed, you're well, good to go. It's actually East Coast building code. Okay. Um, but the we've seen quite a bit out here customers that didn't have any of that flashing, things of that nature. And when you take the window out, you realize that water's been going into the window. It's been leaking into the frame, into the house. We see mold. We see all types of things that, that you shouldn't. Okay. So and the other thing I mentioned was... Even in, and in, in this is surprising, I think, to a lot of folks. So you buy a new home, a new, you know, builder home, track home, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's in, in the one thing I've tried to explain to all people, and this is where it gets a little bit, I think, um, I want to be careful how I use my words here, but even, Dave, a super high-end home, $2 million home versus a $500,000 home. Yes, some of the materials and some of the craftsmanship might be different from one to the other, but essentially, and in, in I, you know, I'm going to use my words carefully here, but the reality is a lot of the tradesmen, tradespeople that are building these homes, it's the same if you're building a $500,000 house or if you're building a $2 million house. I mean, and I'm not trying to be rude here when I say this to all of you out there that are listening. Yes, I realize that in some cases, some GCs and crews might be very unique to that high-end home. But generally speaking, Dave, and you know what I mean by this, they're not. Yes. It's typically the same tradespeople from one end of the spectrum to the other. And even when you go back to your, your mentioning a moment ago about the install side of it, if you're just doing it to code, it doesn't matter if you're $500,000 or $2 million, you, It might be very much the same in the end of the, at the end of the day. Am I right in saying it that way? Absolutely. You can get the most energy-efficient window or door in the world if they just slam it into that opening and, and walk away. It's pointless. So there, there's a lot of work. And, and you as have you know, some of this is from experience. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> on I do. both sides, yours and mine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that I mean that that's really the reality. And a lot of these homes, as beautiful as they are, um, what I found in Colorado, they don't let you upgrade any of your fenestration products, windows or doors. Okay, you can uh, you know, so you get whatever it is for the window, a white white double hung window, you know whatever it is. It's kind of a cookie cutter thing, and um, they really often don't take into consideration what the actual code is for the efficiency of that window. Okay. That, that's really my pet peeve with this entire industry is everyone claims that they have the best window and door. And the reality is uh, every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. And the results of those tests have to be clearly labeled on the product when you receive it. So when these customers are getting windows or doors that don't have that NFRC label that lists what the efficiency is, you have no idea if your product meets code, if it's Energy Star certified, none of that. Okay. And um, that's really the whole reason we started this was to educate people, let you know the, the reality is you should know what the values are on that window. You should know how well that window is going to perform and if it's designed for Colorado. Okay. So, and uh, unfortunately, not many are. In a lot of cases, they're not, yeah. And, and again, those are the things I've learned directly from you, you know, being together all this time, I feel like I could almost go out and do a presentation. Well, you're hired. You <laughs> after all these years, <laughs> you're, just you're know in. enough about how you do it versus how everybody else is. Well, I would greatly appreciate it. So. <laughs> and and and, I, and again, folks, I've seen some of this where you know you're building a regular track home and you watch what goes on there. And, and I've seen and, and even gone through and witnessed the full other end of that spectrum, Dave, with a very very high end home. And again, at the end of the day. You really have to be careful and watch what's going on. I guess that's my whole point here is unless you're watching every step of that process, 
you're liable to have exactly the same install on the, on the low-end home versus that high-end home. And I'm not trying to bash anybody. That's just the plain facts of what goes on. Yeah, it's true. And it's it's no fault of, I mean, uh, these builders, they're following code. They're doing it based on Colorado code, which is great. That's what they should be doing. Uh, but the reality is— You guys is, go beyond and above that, is the We point. do, because I, I don't think the code here is stringent enough. Okay. I think it's—so we have kind of our own home rule. We do it the way— uh, we do it, and, and I think it's the, the better way to, to make sure that we avoid all of those issues. And I would agree with you on that. So Veteran Windows and Doors, folks, give Dave a call today. Again, 45% off those entry doors. And this is something where, you know, we didn't, Dave and I have talked about this in the past, the security side of that as well, mentioning what Dave just said a moment ago about how those things are installed. Unless your high-end security door, quote-unquote, is installed properly, the reality is, and you know, Dave, the, you know, the best of doors installed improperly still aren't a good product. Absolutely. And, and I see that all the time. If they didn't use, you know, fasteners that were deep enough so you're barely into the framing, you could literally just push the door right in. As beautiful as it is, it's... it's Might be a, one of the toughest doors on the planet. Doesn't matter if it's not installed right. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yep. That's my point. Dave, Veteran Windows and Doors, best way to get a hold of you. Uh, 303-529-0720 or directly at our website at www.veteranwindowsdoors.com. And if you forget any of that, you can go to either rushtoreason.com or klzradio.com. Find Dave there. Let him know you heard him here. By by the way, I know I say that a lot, but I probably don't say it enough. You become part of the radio family. And Dave, you know exactly what I mean by that. When you say, hey, heard you on the show with John. It just starts the conversation out completely different than just somebody calling in that has never you know, has never listened to us before, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've shown up to quite a few customers, and they open the door, and they'll say, Dave Bancroft, Veteran Windows and Doors, and it's like an old friend. Awesome. That, yeah. Well, Dave, I sure appreciate you very much. I know our listeners do, too. I get great comments from them all the time, so thank you for taking great care of them as well. I appreciate My it very pleasure. much. and thank you. Appreciate you very much. And all thanks right. for your service as well, by the way. Absolutely. We appreciate you're, that also. So, worth it. All right, Veteran Windows and Doors, 303-529-0720. Golden Eagle Financial is up next. Again, a great individual that loves helping us out and wants to help you when it comes to the financial end of things. That's Al Smith, 303-744-1128. You need Al Smith's strategy to help you maximize your retirement savings. Your grandparents' retirement was simpler than yours, and years ago, companies managed pensions for employees, and there wasn't much for the retiree to decide. Things have changed, and now it's much more important for you to use a carefully thought-out market strategy. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial helps you make the right calls at the right time to maximize your retirement in this new reality. Al helps you by minimizing tax liability, protecting against inflation, and using specialized tools to stay prepared. He doesn't just use an investing program and set it and forget it. He learns all about you, your goals, and your needs, and Al develops a customized strategy. Don't be passive about your retirement. Contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com money to start strategizing today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Roof Savers of Colorado, Dave Hart wants to take care of whatever roof need you have. Commercial, 
residential, entire roof replacement, extending the life of your current roof through his RoofMax product. Whatever it is, Dave's there to help you, 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. All right, up next, Level Engineering. As we look out and see the sunshine, and it's a beautiful day today, capture some of that, turn it into energy, and find out exactly how that works for you. And Alan Davis can share all of that with you and tell you exactly what you save going to solar. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Happy Monday to everybody. President's Day today. So for a lot of you, this is a three-day weekend. So if you're listening to us while you're out doing other things, traveling around, maybe not having to work, thank you for listening. Friday's question of the day, the answer to what score does Ellie get on her LSAT exam in Legally Blonde? The exact answer was 179. 179. You can read all about that on the RushToReason.com website today. Today's impossible question of the day. Name the only country which has the Bible on its flag. You know that answer, Charlie? Name the only country which has the Bible on its flag. Charlie doesn't know. Normally he does. So answer that one, by the way, again, on the RushToReason.com website. And thank you, Producer Ann, by the way, for doing all of that for us on a daily basis. I, I know just from doing one of those a week with Drive Radio, which I do, she probably gets frustrated with me at times when I'm very late in getting her that actual question, because sometimes it's right before we go on air on Saturdays, so I know exactly how much effort that takes to do. So, Anne, thank you very much for doing that. Bottom of the hour, 3.30, we have Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell joining us. 
and she is from the CounterPoint Institute, author of The Last Warning to the West. We'll talk to her here just in a little bit. In the meantime, Joe sent me this. I saw this also in the news as well, but Joe sent me this, and I think actually Charlie did as well. Man fatally shot on Denver bus after approaching a teen and getting into an argument. Now, that might sound, I don't know, normal to some, because crime is up in a lot of areas, even here in the Denver area. But the part of this story that you might not have heard is the age of the individual that was accused of fatally shooting this man. And yes, this man died. This, this, and this is, I'm not laughing. This is not a laughing matter, and, and I'm not making fun of this at all. I'm not making light of this. This is a very serious situation, and why I'm bringing it to light is the age of the individual in this January 27th shooting after a verbal exchange is 13, not 18, not 23, not 33, 13. So this particular verbal exchange, again, happened on January the 27th with 60-year-old Richard Sanchez over allegedly Richard Sanchez's leg blocking the aisle. According to surveillance video and witnesses, Sanchez first exchanged words with three juveniles, meaning underage, after they got on the bus and they jumped over or stepped over his legs to get to the back of the bus. Police say in the arrest affidavit for the 13-year-old that shortly after the teen was seated on the raised seat in the back, so you all know how the buses are, and there's that raised platform. It's over the engine is why it's raised, but it's raised up. Shortly after the teen was seating on the raised seat in the back, Sanchez approached and got up on the platform. In the middle of the verbal altercation, the teen reached into a sweatshirt, pulled out a handgun, and fired seven times. By the way, that means that he wasn't carrying a revolver. Had some sort of a semi-automatic handgun with a multiple-round magazine, probably a 10-round or above magazine. We don't know. At least I don't see that in this article I'm reading from CPR.org. Now, just real fast, just to make sure that all of you on the left fully understand, because first thing people want to cry out is, more gun control, more gun control. It's already illegal for this 13-year-old to own that. Okay, I want to get that right, right off the table, right off the bat. In Federally and in the state of Colorado... A 13-year-old cannot own, possess, or handle a handgun. Now, if a dad wants to take a son or daughter out to the shooting range and let that child, which they are, do so under adult supervision, there's no issues there. They can do that. There's no law against that. But in this particular case, them just running around the city bus with a gun, that's already illegal. So for those of you that would be out there saying, we need more gun control, it would stop this, we already have laws against this, and has always, no, the laws don't stop that, because it didn't. So the 13-year-old and two other juveniles then got off the bus, stepped over Sanchez, to a, who had collapsed near the back of the back bus door, because there's the two doors, so he collapsed next to the back door. One of the other juveniles, who was also armed, pointed what appeared to be a handgun at Sanchez on the floor on the way out. 
An online fundraiser has been organized by Sanchez's family, saying that he was on his way home to his daughters and grandsons when he got shot. The affidavit was released after prosecutors confirmed the teen had charged or was charged with first-degree murder and the other crimes in juvenile court. So evidently this 13-year-old is now going to be tried as an adult, which he should be. And that was a decision that which ultimately, which, which ultimately would be left up to a judge. The teen's name has not been released because he's a juvenile. Now, again, the biggest reason why I wanted to bring this story to light wasn't to make fun of anyone or make light of anything. It's a very serious situation. And I, have, I wasn't there. I don't know what was said. I don't know what would happened. I will say that would I have said something to these teens after what had happened? I, I don't know. Again, I wasn't there. I'm kind of one of those individuals where I don't let things slide, so I may have. Now, in this particular case, I don't know what was said, and I don't know what caused these young men, these young men, young boys is probably the better way for me to say it, to pull a gun on this particular individual and shoot him seven times. Now, here's where it gets really disturbing. They didn't just shoot once. Now, I didn't watch the video. I don't know that the, the video, Charlie, I don't, you, you know this story. I don't know if the video is even out yet to where you can even see it. I doubt because these kids are underage if it is. Now, I don't know if the 13-year-olds, I don't know what the other age of the other boys are, I don't know if they felt threatened to the point where they needed to pull a gun or not. I doubt highly if that were the case. I'm guessing, again, I have to be careful because I wasn't there. I didn't see the altercation, hear it, or experience it. But I doubt seriously if their lives were endangered. I'm guessing this particular 60-year-old felt like these boys need a little lesson in how to behave on the bus. And went back and had a conversation with these boys. And I'm also guessing they didn't like the conversation. So they felt like, I'll just take matters into my own hands and teach this old guy a lesson. And I guess then ultimately they did. He's dead now. Again, I don't know what was said. Don't care what was said. Bottom line is, I don't even care what Mr. Sanchez said There's nothing that he said that merits him dying. I will say that, straight up. I don't know what was said. Don't care what was said. What I do know is there's not a word on this planet strong enough to get killed over. Unless it's, I'm going to kill you, but I doubt highly if that was said here. Again, I don't know, and and, and I... I have to be careful because, as Charlie always said, let things settle down. Well, this has been several weeks since this actually happened, two weeks to be exact, going on the third. And again, there's not words strong enough to justify killing someone. Now, if Mr. Sanchez had gotten a gun out and had threatened these boys with a gun and bodily harm, would you then be justified in shooting him? Well, maybe other than you're 13, you shouldn't have a gun in the first place. You follow what I'm saying here, folks, where I'm going with this? And those of you on the left especially, 13-year-olds shouldn't have a gun anyways. It's against the law for them to own one, have one, possess one, carry one around. There's no way they could even get a concealed weapons permit at 13 because they're not supposed to have one. 
And I, Charlie, this is one thing I've never looked up. I don't know what the law is on carrying a concealed weapon on the bus itself. That I don't know. Now, before all of you jump to conclusions, those of you on the left, and say, well, that's why we need more laws. That's why this law that's going through the legislature right now, outlawing guns in certain places, that's why we need that. No, folks, we don't, because it wouldn't change the outcome here whatsoever, because these 13-year-olds aren't supposed to have a gun in the first place. So how would passing a law outlawing the carrying with a CCW permit in certain places have changed this? The answer is it wouldn't have. These young men are going to carry a gun no matter what the law says because they're already breaking the law by carrying it. So once again, gun laws don't work because they're ignored in this particular case, especially because these 13-year-olds aren't supposed to have a gun in the first place. I've got a little bit of time before the break. Go ahead, Joe. I just sent you the uh, RTD regulations. Um, if you have a concealed carry permit, you can have one. Uh, but otherwise, if you want to bring a gun onto a bus, it has to be unloaded and in a locked container. And in the case of a 13-year-old who's not supposed to possess one anyways, there's no way they would have been able to have this in the first place no matter what. There's not a, there's not a law, one, that would allow them to do this, right, Joe? Neither Colorado. Um, there's, a, there's a federal law, and, of course, Colorado, uh, uh, an unaccompanied minor cannot... Uh, possess a, right. a pistol. And in a few states, if you're 16, you can I was going to say, and I know the law and you do as well, Joe, they're not allowed to have a gun of any kind. Well, there's a few states that make an exception. If you're 16 and older and you possess a valid hunting license and you are in the act of Yeah, hunting, but in Colorado, because they're 13, you can't even do that. You have to, and I know because I grew up in this state, you've got to be at least 14 to even get a license, a hunting license. That's correct. So, no, there's no way. There's nothing on our books in Colorado allowing a 13-year-old to carry a gun, is my point. No, but, John, we need more, we need more gun, <laughs> gun laws because of the, the, the thousands we have aren't working. So, Joe, this is just, again, this just proves the point that laws don't work. Yes, and by the way, I just sent you an image of the two shooters in Kansas City who, of course, you know, they haven't officially released an answer because they're, quote, juveniles. But if you take a look, somebody snapped a picture of them being loaded you know, into the back of the uh, police right. cars under handcuffs. They're they're juveniles, and they they weren't allowed to have. Uh, one had an AK-47, the other had a handgun. They weren't allowed to be uh, have either one of those guns. But Joe, we need more gun control. John, there can never be enough gun controls. Never. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, every sixteen. By the way, and I think I've told you this before. A reporter in Chicago, female, did the call, the special called "The Guns of Chicago." She's out one day in the summer with a bunch of masked thugs. They're all teenagers, and they're all wearing the bandana face mask. Mm -hmm. And she says, how tough is it to get a gun in Chicago? And one of the, the teenagers says, $30 in 30 minutes. Right. Do right. you want one? Right. What do you, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take your order. It's kind of like McDonald's. Let me take your yeah. order. Let me take your order. Yeah. Uh, you know, 250,000 guns a year stolen in this country, and they're all quickly resold. By the way, where they come from, by the way, uh, drug addicts, uh, there's a home burglary in this, in this country once every 18 seconds. That's three times a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, one out of three homes is going to have one or more guns in them. And the, the people with drug problems, they burglarize the home, they find the guns, uh, and they may find six guns in a day. 
well, they don't need six guns, so they're sick. They're just quick, right. bringing them back and selling them on the street. And, and Burley, before any of you guys on the left jump right out and say, you don't know if these juveniles stole that from their parents or not, you know, Joe, I don't. But the likelihood of that being the case here, uh, let me just say this, I'll bet against it. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if the kid took it to school one day, but this kid's riding around in the buses. He's packing, Joe. Let's just say it as it is. He's packing. packing. He's more more than likely associated with some sort of a gang. You know, these guys have no regard for the law whatsoever. And I highly, highly, highly doubt this came out of Dad's gun safe. Yes, or even Dad's uh, bedroom drawer, because trust me, if it had been, if it was gone for more than an hour or two, Dad, Dad would have known it. Uh, you know, I have a, I don't have any children in my home. I have a bedside gun. Trust me, John, if my bedside gun, you know, was gone, I would know my bedside gun was gone. Right. I got a text message from somebody saying 12 year olds to hunt, 12 years to hunt big game. But, Joe, I think there's stipulations around that. And if my recollection is correct, even in Colorado, you have to be guardian supervised at 12 to even hunt. I believe in Colorado to hunt alone You've got to be 14. Now, again, somebody out there that knows the hunting laws of today versus when I was 14, please let me know. But it used to be you had to be 14 to hunt alone. John, I believe you're correct. I've never seen... Now, now, in this case, he's, he, no, this texture saying it's now 16. So, Joe, the law in Colorado is even now 16 to hunt alone. They've raised that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, John, no, and by the way, and, the, and again, you said there was another, a second juvenile. There was. Who had a... So, yeah, so this is a common thing. You and your friends pack. I mean, that's this is gang-related, folks. Any of you on the left, these are not, you know, just your, your menial 13-year-old, you know, Joe on their way home from school on the bus. That's not who these kids are. And was it six months ago some guy traced down his stolen car and uh, yes. wound and sh- up in a, gun, in a gunfight? Was it With a gun another gun 13-year-old, yes. Ab- yes. 12 or 13 years yes. old. Yes, So the kid's he's 12 or 13 and he's stealing cars, and he's packing. And I also think it was some god-awful hour of the morning. It, it was. Some, it was like 1 in the morning. 1 in the morning. So where's where's mom? Where's dad? Yep. What's, your, Great question. what's your 13-year-old kid doing out at 1 o'clock in the morning, yep. stealing cars, uh, carrying a loaded handgun? Joe, I'll leave it at that. I, I don't have any answers. I get my, my biggest point of this story was all of those out there claiming we need more laws. No, we already no. have them, and they're already breaking this one. Right. We have all the laws we need that would that made everything this kid did. This kid broke about six different laws. None of them helped. That's right. Six more aren't going to help. Nope. Not going to make any difference at all. Joe, thank you very much, as always. I appreciate you. We'll be back in a moment. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Please call them when you need anything in your home repaired when it comes to plumbing, whether that be the fresh water in or the water going out. Please give them a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing is offering free home inspections just for KLZ listeners who had freezing during the last cold snap. Thousands of homes had frozen pipes to deal with on top of below zero temps last month. High Five inspects your home for the bad things that can happen after a freeze, and they provide solutions to prevent those problems so you're not left in the cold again. Burst pipes can cause flooding in your home, damage to flooring, drywall, belongings, and much more turning a minor repair into catastrophe. High Five Techs will inspect your water, sewer, and gas lines to spot any potential problems that may have been caused by the last big freeze. They give you an assessment of what went wrong and let you decide what gets fixed with no obligation to buy. So make sure the freeze didn't leave you vulnerable now by scheduling your free in-home inspection with High Five Plumbing. 
Go to klzradio.com slash plumbing and call High Five for this. All right, Michael Bailey Law, make sure your estate is in order today. Call him and find him at klzradio.com. Another year, another promise to go to the gym, eat better, stop chewing your fingernails. Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, has a resolution you will actually keep. 2023 has seen changes in your life that need to be addressed and expressed in a plan. Births, deaths, marriages, divorces, home sales and purchases, and so many more life events have a direct effect on your estate plan. Many people forget that these changes also alter your wishes for your estate, including what happens to your belongings, your money, and the sentimental items you cherish in the event you pass away. The worst possible outcome could be that someone gets something you did not wish for, or even worse, someone doesn't get what you did want them to receive. Updating your estate plan only takes a few minutes, so contact Michael today by going to klzradio.com slash estate and get your estate plan updated for 2024. All right, Dr. Scott Faulkner, if you're looking for medical care, which we all are at times, and you want a doctor that thinks the way you do, look no further than Dr. Scott Faulkner, 303-663-6990. Do you want to improve your health? fitness, and beauty? Are you an athlete recovering from an injury? A weekend warrior who is sore from your last workout? Do you have a chronic medical condition trying to meet a health and wellness goal? Or maybe you are looking for a great doctor who thinks the way you do. Dr. Scott Faulkner and Castle Rock Regenerative Healthcare is your path to a healthier tomorrow. Owner Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Worried about being lost in the crowd of impersonal health care? Fear not. Dr. Scott is a big picture doctor, not beholden to big pharma like some other providers. He takes the time to understand your unique needs and will customize your health care to fit you, your body, and your lifestyle. Reach your full potential and achieve your goals. Call Dr. Scott today at 303 303- 663-6990 or visit him online at castlerockregenerativehealth.com or find him at rushtoreason.com All right, Genesis 1-3 Electric and if you've got problems with your electricity anywhere in your home give Genesis a call today. They're there to help you with breakers that keep you know popping and you don't know why. You've got a hair dryer that makes something not work correctly, a outlet, you name it, they can do it all. Genesis 1-3 Electric. Find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric will make sure you are smart about installing a home charger for your new electric vehicle. Genesis 1-3 is one of the very few electricians in the state who are fully certified in EV charger installation. 
Dustin and the team prefer you call them before you purchase anything so they can inspect your home and give you advice on exactly what you need. They can ensure that your panel will support the new charger, make sure wiring is within limits, and help you keep your home safe from electrical fires or damage to the charger. Genesis Techs are concerned that some EV dealers are not properly educating their customers, and they feel a responsibility to ensure that you know what you purchased and how to use it. There are inexperienced electricians out there, so you need the certified pros at Genesis 13 Electric to make sure you're ready for the switch. KLZ listeners get $150 off an EV charger install. Call 883-236-6797. Make the right choice. Call 883-236-6797. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. No, we're a little behind. We'll get caught up here as quickly as we can, but give plenty of time to Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell, president of the CounterPoint Institute, author of The Last Warning to the West. Dr. Shea, welcome to Rush to Reason. Hey, John. Thanks so much for having me. It's good to be on. I appreciate it very much. And I have read headlines, and I do not know... The answer, I wanted to have you on because I know that you do a lot more of this than I do. And I, we see all the things happening at the border. We ha- now have literally an open border policy. There are a lot. In fact, I know firsthand a lot of individuals crossing the border that aren't just from Mexico. They're coming from every nation on the planet, literally, including from the CCP China themselves. Talk about that, if you would. That's right. So we have people coming in who are from countries that are adversarial to the United States. And this is a huge national security threat, I believe. Uh, just since Biden got into office, 113,000 Chinese wow. nationals have wow. come across. And if you look, so let me give this number perspective. Okay. That equates to seven U.S. Army infantry divisions. Or if you're thinking in terms of the Chinese People's Liberation Army, the PLA, that's over 22 of their combined arms brigades, John. And the reason this is a dramatic surge is the 10 years prior to Biden taking office, in the whole 10 years, there were only about 15,000 Chinese nationals that came in illegally. So that's more than seven times the number now that that we have. And the point is, I don't think it's at all unreasonable to assume that our greatest adversary and threat is would not (laughs) exploit Biden's open borders. Agree. No, I by the way, everything you just said, I cannot disagree with any of that. I've I read and do all sorts of other things along these lines. And again, I'm not an expert like you. I don't I don't have the time. You know, when you're a talk show host, you know about an inch deep, mile wide of most subjects. And so there's no way you can get into the depths that a lot of my guests do like yourself. Although on this particular topic, I do know, too, Dr. Shea, because I've seen some of these individuals. I've seen some of the videos and so on. I want to make sure we're very clear on this for all of my audience. We are not talking about, you know, the 75-year-old Chinese immigrant that's trying to escape some unjust crime he's been charged over, she's been charged of in China. These are fighting men that are coming across. Am I right in saying it that way? 
That is exactly right. The eyewitnesses vastly, the Border Patrol agents, the reporters, are saying that they are military-aged men, and you are right. So thank you so much for pointing that out. That's a lot of the, the point. And we even have Mark Green, who is the hair, uh, excuse me, the chair of the House Homeland Security Committee, saying that he has been given information that shows connections of some of these illegal Chinese to the CCP and to the PLA. He actually has said that he believes military personnel are being inserted into the United States. Um, I, well, and, and, and along those lines too, I have seen, and these are things again, I. I'm always careful to not just repeat things I see because I know there's all sorts of things that can come out on the Internet. I mean, let's face it, there's a ton of stuff out there that I would never even want to bring to light on air because it's so wacky that I don't even want to talk about it. Although in this case, I don't think some of these are are out of line. What I mean by that, Dr. Shea, is there are claims that a lot of these individuals you're speaking of, these these Chinese immigrants that I believe are from the CCP themselves— uh, may, may very well even belong to the PLA for all we know. We have no idea. But the bottom line, we are seeing these people literally days after arriving in military-type camps, learning how to shoot, handle weapons, doing things along those lines. I'm not trying to scare anybody, but Dr. Shea, that's some of the things that I'm seeing. I, again, I am not there. I cannot verify that, but that would not shock me. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, John. The thing is, is uh, I, I do believe that at least some of these are here to infiltrate our communities and our infrastructure. Uh, I have to ask myself the question, you know, how many are here ahead of some sort of military invasion that China may have planned? And this could be 10 years, 20, 30 in the, in the future. China doesn't think in terms of no. uh, long-term like we do. No, they, they don't. They, they have a lot more patience. They have a historical memory of, cent- you know, not centuries, but thousands of years. Right. Um, and even if they were to distract us here by some sort of sabotage while China invaded Taiwan, that's another possibility. Um, you know, well, and, and think, of, think of this one as well, Dr. Shea. Not to interrupt, but I want to throw this in. There's... I read all sorts of different things. I've got a, another show I do on Fridays where we talk about being, you know, ready and the preparedness end of things and so on. Not, I, I don't consider myself a, you know, quote-unquote prepper, but I like to make sure that, you know, people are thinking outside the box and have what they need no matter what would come along from even a, a heavy storm, something along those lines. But one thing that, that as I've been reading some of the different things along those lines and different material, I also know, and, and I'm... I'm somewhat of a technical individual as well and understand that world, and I know that we are ripe for the cybersecurity end of things. We've got things, governmentally mm-hmm. speaking, that literally are running on you know mainframes from the 60s. You know, we're still using very antiquated systems in certain parts of government, and, and Dr. Shea, we are ripe for a cyber attack, and so you have to wonder – are these 115 or 113,000, and by the way, that number is rising each day, are those individuals here because, to your point, the long game for them would be to do some sort of an attack to where maybe they don't have to send anybody external, they cyber attack and then just release these individuals in different places across the country to do whatever it is they need to do and throw us into chaos, and we're basically doomed on our own with, without them really doing anything. Yeah, and actually, I think you're hitting on something that's very important. Uh, China has a whole-of-government campaign against the United States, so it does include the cyber threat that you're talking about, and also they use human sources, we know for a fact, to infiltrate the United States. They're doing it, and we don't stand against it and take it as seriously no, as we, don't. we should. No, 
We also know in the Indo-Pacific that we have a real threat there. And actually, that's where, you know, the Marine Corps has uh, come up with a, a plan to uh, for that because they look at that as the, the biggest threat. So it's a it's all-encompassing threat of China against us. Um, and like I said, I, I don't think it's unreasonable to assume that many of them are here to to work towards another invasion in the United States, whether it be cyber, whether it be devastating our infrastructure or military. And, and in fact, you know, one of the biggest things, John, that meant something to me is a group of senior, uh, former senior FBI agents, officials, actually, mm-hmm. they put a letter out to Congress just a few weeks ago saying that they consider what I'm talking about right now as a new and imminent danger to the United States. They, they called it an invasion on our homeland, where we have not had an invasion, you know, in recent history, um, and said that the uh, illegal people that were here needed to be removed immediately. The other thing that I think is that, you know, the House has to stop funding Biden's open border policy. Agree. Agree. I had a question that just came in that you might be able to answer because I cannot. Is there any connection in these Chinese, you know, immigrants, invaders, if you would, in a path to citizenship, allowing them to join our military? Have you heard anything along those lines? Hmm. No, I have not. I, I don't know that. I'm glad you told me about that. I'll look into it. I do know that it's fairly or relatively speaking easy for Chinese to get visas. And the ones that are coming here um, and applying for visas they the number is increasing our government is giving more and more visa visas and you know i don't think i've lived all over the world i i'm not saying that everybody that is here um is trying to sabotage the united right, states right Certainly right not. right i believe that many of them are here because of oppression because of Pre- president xi um and also for economic reasons but uh, you know, it would be so stupid not to consider that, hey, what if 1%, John, what, what's that, like around a 100, uh, around 1,000, a little over 1,000? If just 1% were here to do harm to the U.S., and part of the strategy, this whole of government campaign, is to target American communities and American citizens. So, you know, they don't play fair. Right. So what right. if that's so? No, you're right. You're, you are... Unreasonable. 100% correct. I mean, so far, all of what we've been talking about, all the different text messages I've had coming in along this, really nobody is disagreeing with us, Dr. Shea, at all. In fact, some of them, some of my listeners are asking questions that, frankly, you know, I can't answer. And I wish, I, I wish we as a country, and I think, Dr. Shea, that's what bothers me the most, and I'm sure you as well, I, we don't have the answers we need in some of these situations. But you know what the bottom line is, John? Biden has the presidential authority to close the borders. Agreed. He lied and said he yep. doesn't, yep. but he does. Sure Under does. the Immigration and Nationality Act, he could detain, right. remove, uh, he could shut the borders right now, um, and he won't do it. And right now our Senate could adopt H.R. 2 that passed in the House, and they could close the borders. Agree. Um, and the House could stop funding stuff yep. like travel all over the U.S for illegal immigrants and shut down some of Biden's nonsense. That's right. So there are things that we can do, and if they don't, I'm, I'm quite concerned that we're going to be too late at some point. 
I, I cannot blame you, or I cannot argue with you, I should say, Dr. Shea, Bradley, Farrell, and I blame, to your point, the Biden administration, some of those that are in Washington right now for allowing this quote-unquote invasion. It is national security. In light of that alone, he could shut the border down. You're exactly right. And the reality is he is not. Real quick, how do folks find you? Counterpoint Institute. Yeah, counterpointinstitute.org. Sign up for our newsletter. It comes out a couple times a month. and uh, Or follow me at, at Dr. Shea underscore DC. Uh, you can also find Counterpoint Institute on there. And I, I just wrote a book among uh, other topics we could discuss called Last Warning to the West, and it's on Amazon now. Awesome. Thanks well, so much, Sean. No, we will have you back. This has been really great. I've enjoyed having you. Very nice to meet you today for the first time, and I'll definitely have you back, Dr. Shea. I appreciate you very much. Thank you, John. Great show. You're very welcome. Have a great rest of your day. And that's our first time with her. Very sharp lady. We will definitely have her back in the future. And I appreciate what she's doing. CounterpointInstitute.org is the website. Charlie, let me do this. I'm going to do KNR just as as is. So uh, don't run their commercial. I'm just going to go ahead and take care of that. I forgot to tell you that earlier. KNR Home Transitions. Folks, if you're looking for a realtor, on the buying and or selling of a home. And I know I say it a lot and I sound like a broken record, but it is stressful. And I hear that from all sorts of people. And it is. There's so many unknowns. Will I sell my house? Will I sell it on time? Can I get what I need for it? How am I going to handle if I have to move twice? How am I going to handle the next purchase? All these different things come into play. And you really need somebody that will help guide you through that entire process that's looking at it very factually that literally will hold your hand through the entire process and not make it feel like you're a lone ranger out there doing this all on your own. Cat and Robin are really there. They are the experts. They're going to watch every step of the way and monitor all of that, whether you're buying, whether you're selling, or hopefully maybe you're doing both. You're selling one to buy one, and they can help with all of that. Don't forget to ask about the re-up program. If you've got a home where you may be inheriting something or you've just got something where you know it needs some remodeling done and you just have just hasn't been done to this point, but you could maximize the price by doing so, that's another thing you need to ask them. 720-437-8210. That's KNR Home Transitions. And speaking of remodels, Premier Home Remodeling, they can help you with whatever remodel need you have. If you thought of doing something this summer, please get started now because summer will be here before you know it. KLZRadio.com is where you find Premier. Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. American, or sorry, Cub Creek is up next. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. And if you've got any issues at all when it comes to your furnace, you want to do an upgrade, you're interested in saving money through that upgrade, give them a call. Financing available. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at klzradio.com. You never know what you're getting into when it comes to an HVAC system in a newly leased tenant-finished office space or store. 
but Cub Creek Heating and AC does. Cub Creek can be your company's heating and AC manager, so you can give back to business now. They follow a rigorous quarterly 21-point inspection, proactively preventing you from losing heating or cooling. Most HVAC companies have different teams for furnaces and air conditioners, but with Cub Creek, you get both in one team, so they get to know your entire system better. Cub Creek doesn't just swing by and change your filters occasionally. They understand your particular needs and equipment, so they'll be better able to prevent outages that cost you big time. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are fully licensed and all techs are NATE certified. Commercial financing is available, so call Cub Creek Heating and AC today at klzradio.com slash HVAC and get back to business. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And that was a great interview we just had with Dr. Shea. I appreciate her joining us. And, again, we will have her back in the future. And all of that, by the way, was not to, you know, scare anybody or, you know, get anybody all wound up and, you know, make you fearful to leave your home or anything along those lines. That's that's not the point. The point is to raise awareness of what's actually going on, the fact that the border is out of control. In this case, we've got 113,000 individuals that have come across that most likely have ties to either the CCP or the PLA itself, which would not shock me at all. These are infantry-type young men that are coming across the border. And when when I first heard that, I was like, oh, okay, what's up with that, and why would that be the case? I mean, I get there are people that would love to live in the United States of America, but typically it's not Chinese that you see coming through the southern border to make that happen. Most Chinese that immigrate here do it one of numerous ways. They typically can get a student visa, things along those lines. There's multiple ways for them to actually get here, and if they decide to stay, they do. At the end of the day, they don't need to come through the southern border unless you're just trying to, quote-unquote, invade. And I think that was the point of Dr. Shea. And there are over 100 different countries that are coming through the southern border. They are not, they are not all just coming from Mexico itself. That's another misconception I think a lot of folks have, and even folks on the left have, is no, it's not just folks from Mexico that are coming across. Literally, these are coming from all parts of the world because, again, the border's open. They know they can go there and literally just walk in, which I just am baffled at when I, as a traveler, have to leave the country and come back in. You know, what I actually have to do even as an American citizen to do so, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, why am I having to go through anything at any airport, having anybody even go through the dog, sniff the luggage, do the whole nine yards? Why are we even doing that when we've got all these people literally that are just crossing the border willy-nilly? I've yet in my mind understand how that works when we've just got a border down south. They can literally just walk across. I, I don't get it. American National Insurance is next. Make sure you're insured. And because of some of the things we're even talking about right now, again, not not poking at anybody, but it's just the truth. Four out of 10 drivers that you're looking at around you today have zero insurance. It's the most important time ever for you to be properly insured. Paul Lewenberger, that's my agent, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewenberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way. 
saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. All right, we have another two hours coming your way. Uh, If you missed anything during this past hour, you can catch a replay of that between 6 and 7 p.m. tonight. If you're listening, traveling through maybe President's Day, you went up skiing, you're here in our state on this particular weekend, and you'd like to hear us more in the future, be sure to tune into our app. You can download the KLZ Radio app. You can listen to us anywhere in the world through that app anytime you want. You can also go to our website, RushToReason.com, click on the show notes section, and hear all of our past shows as well. And if you like what you hear, I encourage you to get other people to listen as well. We talk about a lot of the things we just did this past hour on a routine basis, and I've got more to come an hour or two. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.